wordt het nog wat warmer. Dit was het NWS Journaal. Is de stad beter af met minder toeristen? Of mag het wel weer wat drukker worden? Vind je dat er meer of minder ruimte voor auto's moet zijn? En wordt het afval wel vaak genoeg opgehaald in jouw straat? Denk mee over dit soort belangrijke onderwerpen in het AT5 Panel. Zo laat je rechtstreeks weten wat jij van jouw stad vindt. Waar je tevreden over bent of wat er beter kan. De resultaten en antwoorden zie je terug op onze site, de app en op televisie. We leggen de uitslagen voor aan experts, politici en beleidsmakers. Op deze manier wil het AT5-panel een belangrijke stem worden in Amsterdam. Dus laat jouw stem ook tellen en doe mee aan het AT5-panel via at5.nl slash panel. of the corona pandemic broke, public health professionals promptly prescribe three core safety measures to protect each of us against the virus. These are wearing of protective masks, keeping a social distance of 1.5 meters in our households where possible, at church, the market, in shops, or other public spaces, washing our hands regularly with soap or sanitizing our hands with disinfectant gel. It is also advised we stay at home when convenient, get tested free of charge with or without symptoms and preferably self-isolate when needed. We are no longer in normal times. The things we are used to, the large in-person congregations, the funerals, the parties and the likes have now become super spreaders of the deadly virus. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Coronavirus is real and highly contagious. The interests of the community and society at large will be best served if we all observe the basic safety protocols and refrain from the large gatherings until it becomes safe again for such social activities. Let's be our brother's keeper and celebrate the gallant ones among us, those on the front lines, those in self-isolation to keep the rest of us safe, those battling for their lives, the scientists, the health experts, and importantly too, remember those we have lost and the families grieving. Be part of concerted efforts to stop further spread of the deadly virus and save more lives, protecting one another together against corona. This message is brought to you by the Focus Group on Corona Awareness for the Ghanaian community in Amsterdam and supported by the city of Amsterdam. There's going to be a release of the supernatural right now. The Holy Spirit is about to move in this place like never before. The power of God is about to touch you like never before. 
a new day. It's a new month. It's my joy to welcome you to the show. My name is Apostle Larry Dogan. You are listening to the Radio Voice of Niger. Coming to you right now on the airwaves of Radio Razo. I want to thank you for making time to be in my company right now. And I promise you, you will not regret it. And of course, this is an inspirational segment. So we'll be treating you to a lot of very good gospel music. Inspiring, soul uplifting gospel music. To prep you up for today and for the week. Not only music, you'll be hearing an exalting, uplifting word of God. And then we will bring a very special broadcast, specially dedicated to our Ghanaian community. And before we go any further, you know, it is good to do what is the needful. Let's lift up program before the Lord. That is to say, I want you to join me as I offer a short word of prayer. Shall we pray? Eternal God, how awesome, how mighty, how gracious you are. Thank you for everything. You've given us life today that we may enjoy your bounties, all the goodies and all the graces that you have provided. Thank you for everyone out there, everyone we are reaching right now by means of radio, uh, telephone, uh, internet, and the rest of them. We want to thank you for their lives. We pray that your peace and goodness shall fill their homes in abundance today. We pray for our nation. We pray for those in authority that you will guide and lead them to lead well and in, in a godly fashion. We pray even for our king. We pray for his family. We pray for the government. Continue to lead and guide and and, and, and bless this nation even for our sakes, oh God. Continue to grant us peace, blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Protect us, deliver us from the virus, the pandemic, and all other, oh God, unwanted disasters and problems. Let this new month you have brought us into, Father, be a good one. Go before us. Remove every obstacle, every difficulty, every problem, and everything that will go is that would not go well with us. Take them out of the way. We give you the glory and the praise. Bless this program. Touch our listeners and communicate to them your love and your power. As they listen, may they feel you. May the hopeless be given hope. May the weak be made strong. May the afflicted be healed. This we ask. In the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. If you believe it, say a big amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Vincent, I would like to bring to you uh, an inspirational psalm for, for the day. And this psalm is taken from the 32nd Psalm of the Bible. It is the Psalm of David. A musket. It says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity, in whose spirit there's no guile. I kept silence, my bones wax old, through my roaring all day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and my iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. Thou hast and thou forgivest the iniquity of my sin. For this shall everyone that is godly bring unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou should go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Be not as the horse or as the mule which have no understanding, whose mouth must be laid, must be held with a bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked. But he that trusted in the Lord, mercy shall encompass him about. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy for all ye that are upright in heart. Amen. The blessedness of receiving forgiveness of sins can never be underestimated. Maybe you're struggling with some issues, some things that you have kept yourself. You need to let them out. Talk to God about it. Receive His healing, receive His forgiveness, and offload that burden in the name of Jesus. Continue to enjoy this music, and we'll be bringing to you a 30 minutes past the hour the exhortational word of God to dubbed the miracles of Jesus by Apostle Hella Ruth Duncan.
to your soul. Enjoy it and as you do, lift up your hands and worship. Give your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and it shall be well with you. Lift up those hands and bless His name. Let the Lord do you good. In these uncertain times, He is the way, He is the truth, He is the life. This moment and seize this moment to put yourself right with the Lord. you that song is uplifting, it's inspiring. I don't know about you, but it's touching the deepest core of my being. I think the rate, we gotta move on. So, like I said, we're gonna be moving to the word segment, a brief exhortation of words, the miracles of Jesus.
is about to come. May you use this glimpse of clay to the glory of your name. I pray, O oh God, that my listeners all over the world shall all God benefit from the word as it comes. Give us the efficiency, the enablement, the power, the ability, Lord, to speak out the word of God. Let it touch people, heal the sick, raise the dead, put people in positions where they're supposed to go. Let them reconcile with you and reconcile with mankind. Let all God miracles be to overflow in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We refuse the world to fall in the ground that is even better. The every word that is coming out this moment, Father, be released with fertility. Let it all God grow in the worst way. Lord, to affect his nations and trucks in the mighty name of Jesus, we dance the way we are praying. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And this the blood of Jesus over the careful lines as well. And this is the blood of God to bring further and completeness to what you are about to do. That there will be no distance, there will be no barrier between us and our hearers in the mighty name of Jesus. Does somebody joyfully say, big amen. From the book of Mark, chapter 5, from verse 25 to 34. It's always a privilege when God gives me the grace to stand before you to bring the word of the living God to us. And let's read together. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood to her face, and has suffered many times of many physicians, and has spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body as she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitudes turning thee, and says thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, firm and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. This is the reading of his word. Now, you see, I love this very uh, scripture so much that we all are almost conversant with it. Because if you are born uh, in a Christian home, this is one of the stories when you are growing, they love to teach you. And if you also pass through a Christian school, this is also a very popular 
scripture that you begin to hear from the time you're in that school or new until you pass through that school, they always talk about it. And if you also went to a higher institution where you study religious study, some studies, this is also one of the popular scriptures. So this scripture with this woman of the issue of the blood is so, um, it's very, very, um, um, in the Bible, permit me to use that word. It is so popular, yes. It's so popular because uh, people wonder the sort of faith this woman had. And people also wondered how she determined in her own heart before she could go to meet Jesus. She determined that if only I can meet her, these are the things I would do. If only I can meet her, I'll be able to touch his clothes. You see, she determined. And I love this. And in this very new year, I want you to take risk for Christ. I want you to determine to serve God in a different way. The way that is you are not used to. Do some extraordinary time and serve God in the most wonderful way God can be served. Don't serve God with the experience of other people. Don't serve God with uh, with uh, with uh, with uh, you know the same old old and old old system and old old style. Serve God in a different manner. Be excited about Him. Be be joyful whenever people talk about God in the vicinity where you are. Talk about God to your friends, to your neighbors, to your family folks. Don't don't. Pocket God this year. I mean, some of you, when you are going to church, you just carry your little Bible and pocket it and move, and you and yet you say you're the child of God. Make God obvious. Make him, make him, make him popular by the way you serve him. Determine in your heart that this is what you want to go do for God in this 2020. How long are you gonna be hiding him? How long are you gonna be uh, not known? By your own father. How long would you be coming to his house like a stranger in this very yay place? This, the house of God is not meant for some specific people. God's presence is not meant for some specific people. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible said, shall be saved. Be among those who should be the whosoever. Who will call him with will call him loud and clear? Who will call him with purpose, with passion? Who will call him favorably? Don't call him wishy-washly. Call him meaning purpose. Call him with purpose in your heart. Call him being determined in what you are calling him. So this woman, I saw her taking a very big risk. The first risk she took was that in the time when this story existed, you see among the Jews, you are not a woman. A woman is not supposed to be having bleeding. It's not supposed to come around those the folks who are too righteous, who have no bleeding. So this woman had a bleeding that started like a normal bleeding, but now it has overstayed its duration. It has stayed more than the four days normal menstrual cycle, more than five, six days a normal cycle is supposed to take place, but now it has overstretched. The Bible said, for Twelve solid year, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, ten, eleven, one, one decade finished, another decade started, and entered into the second year. This woman was having bleeding. This woman was so uncomfortable. We even know how we feel when this bleeding comes and it's just for four days. You 
know, you feel very uncomfortable. You are not yourself. You have aches and cramps here and there. You are not comfortable. You are not confident to walk the way you normally walk. There are some who normally have light bladders and there are others who have very heavy bladders. And before, we used to think that heavy bladders are meant for those who are fat and very thick. But now, even the very thin, slender ones who look like who are they even have the, the, the highest level of bladders these days. And then you go about wondering why things are turning around the way they are. But what I want to say here is this, that no matter how sporty or how 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 or how forceful these bladders can be, they are very uncomfortable. Because there's no time anyone is in it and she feels very, very comfortable. Are you hearing me, somebody? So this woman had been in this tent for all of these years. And the Bible called her a woman. That means she has reached off a what of a marital age she wasn't just a single woman i believe she was a married woman but the bible never made mention of who married her anymore because this whole problem that came upon her you see had come the husband was endured it for a while and you see men don't have that lasting stamp many of them do not have the ability to stand and to support with the very so-called people they say they love or you know for a, a lasting period so this man must have checked out or the family may have even caused him to check out or his friends who he must have complained that you see i don't know why my wife is playing all the time all the time so they will say pack her from that place because what before she 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 wants she she pollutes you so that was the case. So you could see that this woman must have been broken, you know, with pain, not being with whoever he loved her, and the family members may not be able to be coming the way they used to come. And now her substance has been drained because she has gone from one hospital to another hospital, from one physician to another physician, opening up her body. They keep checking her. They could not find the solution. They could not know what was going on in her life. Are you hearing me? Oh, this woman really had had in that the tenacity to carry this, this sickness for 12 solid years. There was a, a, an aunt which I I had, my mother's younger sister. She was discovered that she, she even had bleeding just for a few weeks. Just that the thing went beyond what she used to think about. And then she began to complain. So by the time they went to the hospital, she was against having a, a, a slight cervical cancer or whatever they call it. And then, and then just that she had that alone. The following, when we began to look at her, we, you know, we watched her life just light off that way. Because from the moment she went to the hospital and they diagnosed that and she came, even any encouragement you are telling her, whatever you want to tell her that, look, auntie, your case will be different. Don't, don't, we know that well, once that name is being mentioned, people become so scared. But your own will be very different because, look, she said, how different would it be? And then, with that, before you could know it, one day she just left, didn't wake up anymore. She didn't wake up anymore. This thing hadn't even bled up to three weeks. But this woman stayed for 12 solid years. Oh, I just want to compliment some women who have been going through some hardship, going through some kind things that came upon them. 
they woke up one morning only to see that sickness has come and they thought it's just a normal sickness but the sickness began to eat them up until first year second year until 12th year the sort of woman must be celebrated this sort of woman who did not give up this sort of woman who did not abandon herself because men abandoned her friends rejected her you know people could no more afford to come to her the way they used to she could not abandon herself she was still pressing forward looking for something to do looking for a way to solve the problem give me a woman who is always looking for a way to solve the issues in her life then i will show you a woman who is very prayerful because when you are prayerful god will always be talking to you god will empower you he will encourage you he will energize you he will enable you he will tell you what next step to take are you hearing me somebody he may not give you the total solution instantly like you know a twinkle of an eye but in the days that he is writing you he's working out your patience he's working out to your faith he's helping you to go through it so that you will also be a comfort to somebody else i hear you this very 2020 be a comfort to somebody else this very 2020 don't worship god wish you worship in any experience he's passing you through be prepared and be ready to go to it so i hear you because at the, at the end of the tunnel you're gonna see a light and you will surely surely see a breakthrough coming your way say i hear you so this one never gave up this woman continued now her sickness have become the time that could cause her to enter death because she's not supposed to mingle with people she's not supposed to be found in an open place where other people go through she's not supposed to be found in a public place i beg your pardon she's not supposed also to mingle with people because in those days it is assumed it is it is it is believed that when a woman has passed through the menstrual cycle, you know, the the number of days she's supposed to be menstruating, and it's almost getting to eight days, eight, eight days. They're already thinking that she has something, and they're already beginning to want to ostracize her. The, the, the other women are already looking for the way to begin to report her. Do you understand me? So now she's not supposed to come out where other people are, so that she doesn't pollute them. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, affect them with her same. So they always now go through some kind backyard routes. They carve another road where they have to walk. They also move them to another locality where people have been ostracized have to be walking through. This was a sort of rejection this woman was going through. But it didn't stop her. So the woman continued to look for solution. She never gave up. She continued to look for which way her hair will come. And one day the Bible said she heard that Jesus was coming to her own side she was Jesus who was coming through the through the door by the side where she was located this woman said okay if Jesus was gonna come then if I, if I stay inside this they will say kill me so if I go out and then they caught me and maybe they stone me to death they all death not death so I'm going to make the last I'm going to make my last journey I'm going to take the last risk so this woman decided to do something what was it she decided to do she decided that she was going to brave it she was going to look for where Jesus was and she was going to do everything to make sure that 
he will touch the hem of his garment. How are you touching the Lord this year? How different do you want to serve God this year? What are you trying to do to draw the hand of Christ to you? I believe that the Lord didn't just get up and decided to go to the side of that woman. I believe that because of her persistence in prayer, the Lord must have heard her and the Lord decided to come close to where this woman would be able to make the last attempt, you know, and to release her faith. The Bible said when she heard, when she heard about Jesus coming to that side, she decided that if only I will go, I will, I will bypass anything and I will do my possible best to touch the end of the, the clothes of Jesus. And she believed it that if only she can touch that, something would happen. So the DJ came, she set up on this journey and she began to, she saw the crowd, she was never pushed up. She saw the, the crowd because everywhere Jesus went, crowds of multitudes of people, in millions, they were following him. So if you do not have that sort of faith, if you don't even have that touchy faith, you will never be able, you will give up. You see, the sort of faith that this woman had was the sort that Zacchaeus also had. When Zacchaeus saw that the crowd was too much, Zacchaeus went a bit further and said, I'm going to climb the sycamore tree and I will be there. At least I will be able to spot the so-called Jesus. That was the sort of faith this woman had. This woman was never moved by the crowd. She was determined to do something. Child of God, hearing the voice of my, my, the, 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 my voice this morning, I don't think you tuned in just because you want to hear my voice. You've been hearing it. I don't think you just tune in because you want to see my face. You know me very well, and some do not know me. But even if you don't, don't know me, I'm not totally different from other women you've been seeing. Do you understand me, somebody? But I believe there's a reason why God had expected that, allowed you to tune in. The reason why God allowed you to tune in is that you can do something totally different this very year. So I hear you. You will not be discouraged because I'm being positioned this morning to jack you up. I'm here this morning to jack you up. You, got, you have to be jacked up from where your faith has been depleted. You have to get up again and be on the track to move. It's not time to pack yourself. It's not time to throw in the towel. It is time to be jacked up. Say, I hear you, baby. Yes, God sent me to jack you up. And you must be jacked up because the road is not for those who are packed, who are packed in, or who are packed in, or who are compact as they don't want to continue anymore. The journey is far. We just have to make it. It doesn't matter how far it has started, we must press forward. Hallelujah. So the woman looked at the crowd. It never moved her. She continued to press forward. She continued to move. Little, 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 she was, you know, passing through. Every little corner, she was going and, you know, I don't think she must have been a very tall woman because from the description Jesus gave, when something happened, I will get there very soon. Jesus looked down. He looked around. He didn't see. So Jesus looked around, looked around about to see. He had to look around before she could notice the woman. That means she wasn't so visible. Do you understand? So other men who were taller than her must have, you know, occupied the space. But the woman was not terrified by their heights. She was determined to do what she must have received inspiration to do. And that was to 
touch the hem of the garment. Don't go to church this year empty. Don't just leave your home saying you are going to God's environment without making any attempt to come back with something tangible, something that will affect your generation, that will affect your family, that will affect your household. Don't go to church this year. You know, go through the 52 Sundays in, in 2020 and then you come back empty. Every time you go into God's presence, be determined to come back with something tangible. Be determined to drop some old nature of you and come back with some women who can hear the truth. Then we can have some women who can tell the truth. The woman of God, Jesus met in the book of John chapter 4, she said, come and see the man who taught me the truth of everything which I have ever done in life. Come see the woman. Come and see the man who told me the truth. Do we still have people who will come to Christ and they want to hear the truth? Do we still have women who will come to the body of Christ and they want to hear the truth? Do we still have people who will come to church and they want to hear the truth? Because in our churches today, truth has left. Truth has left the pulpit. Truth. Nobody is saying any truth to any young star. Nobody is saying any truth to any young girl. We can't even correct the way they dress up. We can't even, even correct the way they package themselves and be like in a sack. And they are looking at you with half nudity. You can't even correct it. Because the moment you want to say, you don't know whether that person has a pistol or a gun or have something, a gadget, or or even a, what do you call it? Oh, pepper, pepper, what do you call it? But my husband, please borrow me. What do you call it? Pepper spray. You don't even know, no. Whether they have pepper spray, so you want to spray you just because your eyes are too clear to see that they are almost nude. So truth has left the church. But there are still some people, I believe, that God is raising at this end time who want to hear the truth. Because the only place where we can hear the truth is in the house of the Lord. Because the Bible tells us we shall know the truth and the truth is what will set us free. Not exciting words, but the truth. So when the woman was touched by the power from above, she was compelled to speak in nothing but the truth. Why? Because her issue had been dried up. The blood that was around her had left her. And she was now left to own up. And it was until she owned up what happened to her that Jesus went further and said, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. That suggests to me that if she had not admitted that virtue left Jesus and came to her, if she had not admitted that something had happened to her, frowning, she wouldn't have been made whole. She wouldn't have gone in peace. Do you understand? She would have left that place, probably been caught by the what she had done. Maybe people would have gathered against her because they realized now that she may have polluted them. But my question is, they had a tradition that when so one is bleeding, you're not supposed to come close because it's assumed that you pollute the rest and they all become, uh, they become what? Unclean. Right. So throughout the time, 
she was moving around. Can we calculate how many people she must have been unclean? Or was it that they were not more unclean because they were in God's presence? I don't know how to explain this. Or I, I will just put it in the side of meat. Because there are some certain meats we believed. And then we believe in these meats. And they are retarding us. And they are making us not to go to the next level. Some certain meats that when a woman is menstruating, she doesn't need to cook for you. And then some people believe it. They don't, she doesn't need to cook for me. So when she's menstruating, she doesn't need to cook. So they will prefer to go to a hotel and go and eat. But in the hotel, there are other women who are there. Do you know whether they have that same thing? Which you have run away from your home to go and eat. That is nothing but foolishness. Please, sanctify the food and eat it. It has nothing to do with the bleeding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this problem became soft. Beloved, is it not exciting that within a twinkle of an eye, a problem of 12 years was totally soft? Because somebody made a decision. She desired and she determined that she was going to see the end. Because if only she can be in God's presence, she will see the end. But the Bible said she had an issue. She had an issue. The issue that has stayed for that number of years. There are others who are listening to me right now. The Bible may not have identified you, but by the way you live, you, you can identify yourself. You have several issues which you are not owning up to. And because you've not owned up even one, that's why it is elongated. I met a, a friend who really have an issue. And for me, I know she has. Even though she tries to lie about her issue, even though she tries to ignore the issue, but what is happening now is that this issue she's trying to ignore is not acting like cancer and eating her up, eating her up. When she gets a relationship, it is eating her up. Before you know it, she is the type that is so loud-mouthed that she is uncontrollably uh, uh, controlling. If she doesn't control a situation, she is not, she wouldn't be part of that situation. If she does not justify herself in everything she does, even when it's obvious that she is at fault, she would like to justify herself. So I got about wondering, how can people be having self-justification this way and you don't know that it is not, it is not part of the fruit of the spirit? That when you quarrel, you are obviously the one that is wrong, but you don't accept it. You will continue to give every excuse for the other person to think that that person was at fault, but you were never at fault. And this has happened to you, made you, you could not stay in a relationship. You, every relationship that comes to you, you lose it. You married and you could not stay in a relationship. Her children in that relationship could not stay in it. And you are still having some men who, after you left your marriage, they are coming to you because they want to friend you. Maybe they want to marry, marry you. But this thing have held you in one position. Year in, year out. Corona, 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Uh, well, we're speaking today on COVID-19, the information benefits, information and benefits of uh, the safety protocols as well as testing. This is what we're going to be talking about today. As you know, um, this program is specially dedicated to, you know, fighting the uh, creating awareness, I should say, about the corona pandemic within the Ghanaian community. This has been facilitated by the municipality of Amsterdam. Well, since early 2020, our world has been gripped with the coronavirus pandemic, also known as COVID-19. 
All over the world, nations, businesses, and families are grappling with the unending and still devastating impact of this pandemic. Now, based on recent study by the Amsterdam University Medical Center uh, uh, of a set of five population groups in Amsterdam, the Ghanaians stood out as having an appreciable level of coronavirus antibodies. The the publication and interpretation of the results caused a lot of anger and consternation among the people. And after a series of consultations with the community leaders and key stakeholders, it was decided to launch this special media campaign to help bring awareness and also proper education on the pandemic at the grassroots level. So with this, I would like to say a big welcome. And before we go further, I would like to introduce my guests. I'll mention their names and they will just give you one or two lines of, of themselves, of their profile. I have in the studio with me uh, a very experienced woman. Uh, she is Dr. Anamik Wardenberg de Groot. Okay, would you say hello to yeah. the listeners and uh, just say to us about yourself? Yeah, hello everybody, very nice I can be here. I'm a public health doctor in Amsterdam, I work for GGD Amsterdam and uh, at the moment at the Corona team. Awesome, you're welcome man. Uh, I have also a younger lady by name Vanessa Atia, she's an advisor. Uh, infection prevention at the KKD. Vanessa? Good morning, listeners. My name is Vanessa Atia and I'm a public health advisor um, on infection prevention and hygiene. Thank uh, you for having us. Lovely, lovely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to feel free to uh, interact with us in the studio whilst we are on air. The studio line is 6020697. One three one six one nine. Let me repeat that again. Uh, six nine seven one six one nine. Yes, it's like uh, right. Um, I want us to take up um, the questions. We're going to answer in less than three parts. We're going to deal with the knowledge about the coronavirus. Uh, you're going to ask some questions on that, and then we'll proceed to. Uh, two other segments. Um, first of all, let me kick off by asking the question. Are there any scientifically based information on the origin of this virus? Like, uh, did it happen naturally or was it laboratory generated? Because there's been a lot of conspiracy theories. And this is some of the things that circulate within the community and people carry about the spread, you know? So I would love uh, you that uh, relates to uh, tell us what, what's your take on this. Uh, uh, do we have any information as to how this virus came about? Help as a help our community. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think you can yeah. go and then uh, Vanessa can add up. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, the COVID-19 virus is actually uh, a virus that is uh, is family of, an, of an other viruses, SARS, and those are not at all from a laboratory, but they come, they are called zoonosis, which means they start, we think they start in animals, we think this one starts in bat-like animals, and then at some point uh, it can jump over to, uh, to a human being. And um, 
So it's it's not it, it is a family, and this is another uh, uh, mutant of a of a family. But it is not. Uh, we have we know it already. Actually, after it started, it got started in uh, last uh, in 2020. Actually, very very uh, soon we knew we knew the whole genetic material, and we knew it was family of the SARS virus, yeah. which. I think it's kind of an evidence that it's not laboratory made. Yeah, it's natural. It's yeah, it, it comes. I mean, it's a bit, but more will come. It is because the, of the way we live. We live close to to animals. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And uh, but if you want, if you want to add anything, okay? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So we have. Yes. Yeah, so it's basically viruses can live in animals uh, that that has always been the case um, and at the moment the World Health Organization is also doing a research uh, on the origin of this virus in particular how it came about um, so that report will give a definite answer on how it was transmitted mm-hmm. okay so we have established the fact that it was not laboratory generated May I say something about a virus? A virus is really a, a very, very, very small uh, ge- part of generic material. It's actually it's weak. It cannot live on its own, on its on itself. Mm-hmm. So it really has to come into somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, even if you think it was made, I mean, it's not easy to spread. It, it's 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 a stupid way to to spread things. Mm. <laughs> If you want, but so yeah. So it, it, there's no. Uh, there's no reason. Substance. No, no, it's, it's just very small, and it cannot live in itself. It needs no. people or animals to live, and that's why we can fight it because we know this. Okay, okay. Then uh, that brings me to the, my next question. Can you recount to our listeners the ways in which uh, this virus spreads and uh, causes destruction? in the body of its victims, the mechanism by which it is transmitted. This is what we wanted to explain. Now please, don't be scientific at all. Be down to earth. Yeah. Because we're dealing with grassroots people. Okay? Yeah. All right. So the virus, what I said, is a really small part. Yeah. It comes into your nose yes. because it can be uh, in the air of someone who is who is infected yes. but you have to be very close to that person so say you would be very close to a person who is ill yeah. it comes in your nose in your mouth can be in your ears in your eyes little little droplets yes. and then your body starts fighting it and usually nothing happens mm-hmm. you just your body fights it like a common cold yeah. like a flu but it's little small particles and they want to intrude through the nose and through the mouth. And then they come in. And then do you want to know more if you if you are in your bad health or it's it's really a lot, you can you can get ill. And then still uh, your body has uh, the immune system and that is cells that fight it and fluid that fights it. And usually like a common cold or a flu, you just get uh, recover again. Yes. Sometimes you don't, and that's why we are so afraid of it. What is a bit uh, mind-blowing is that uh, before the outbreak of this pandemic, you know, we, we, we as human beings have been living close together, mm-hmm. 
you know, embracing each other's hair and doing, we were being, you know, pretty much close to each other for a long period of time. Yeah. What really changed to the extent that now we transmit the virus just by close contact? Was a year or so back, it wasn't like that. So what, what really made it the difference? So, when it comes to the normal flu, yes. uh, like you see, the rates of the normal flu is going down. Why? Because it has the same transmission route as the COVID-19 okay. through droplets. Mm-hmm. And um, you see, when it's winter time and a lot of people are close to each other, we don't wash our hands and everything, yeah. people get the flu. You see, you hear, here someone is sick, there someone is sick. Right. The same goes to COVID-19. The only difference is, with COVID-19, you need less particles to get sick and you can get sicker in some cases. That's the difference, okay, if I if I say it in symptom-wise. Yes. Uh, but the transmission route is the same. Yes. So, um, you know, when you, for example, you can imagine if someone is shouting to you and yeah. you're very close, do you see the amount of droplets that can go into your eyes, like Anamik said, or into your mouth? That's a very uh, thing to be very aware of, that that's the way you can get sick and, and contract COVID. Yes. My question is partially answered. Now, prior to this time, we've had, we've catch COVID, and we spread flu back and forth, you know, and we, we survive it, we get better and we, we move on. So, where did, how did COVID now change the whole game? So much so that it's changed our, our, our way of living. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How did COVID now penetrate into the you know atmosphere, into the world, into the human system that so much that it has really hijacked everything? You know, I don't know whether you understand my point. Uh, okay. But prior to this time, we lived together. We had flu. We recovered from it and yes. everything. Now suddenly, COVID came and it it kind of changed everything. So how can COVID? Uh, how did COVID now become so dominant? over all the other viruses. Because of the spreading, I mean, it's way more contagious than the flu, Mm -hmm. if you say it that way. You you need less particles. And that's why it spreads so easily. In the beginning, we didn't have all these particles. We didn't do this for the flu. So that changed Mm -hmm. because of the way we saw COVID developing and making people super ill, uh, even leading to ICU care. So therefore we have these uh, measures to have the distance, to wash your hands, uh, because it spreads much easily, Uh, that's why. I hope you, yeah. I hope well, it answered. Yeah, I answered yeah, the question. Well, yeah, okay. you did. You did. But there are actually there are more contagious uh, viruses. That's true. Like That's true. SARS, but it was everybody worked really hard to. And it kept, it, it contained uh, in Southeast Asia, and it did yes. come to us, and we had hoped this virus wouldn't come to us. Yeah. But, it, but, but we have, yeah. we have. I mean, I think everyone knows there have been contagious diseases yes. Yes. for for centuries, right. like yeah. the, the pest and yeah. uh, and and, yeah. the, and the Spanish uh, flu. And, uh, yeah. flu and yeah. So once and, and the, the the bad thing is once it's it's spreading and it's 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 it, 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 uh, um, it multiplies so often. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. You did well, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> then uh, let me uh, find out from you. Uh, what are the common symptoms which indicate that someone yeah, has yeah. contracted the disease? Uh, we have heard all kinds of things. 
but maybe you as a health uh, professionals and frontline workers, supposedly, you can tell us more uh, about how, uh, I mean, the symptoms, people, what makes you know that somebody has it. Okay, first of all, presenting from the point of view of uh, you're the person who has an infection, knowing, you know, by the indications, and also an external person looking at another person saying, you can tell, okay, you have a COVID, possibly, you know? Did you, did you get it in my mind? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I approach it from both angles. So, so, so one of you, and then the other take the other, other presentation. So are, there are a few symptoms that are really uh, known uh, with the uh, in combination with COVID-19, um, yeah. and that's like airway problems. So uh, airway problems causing in for you to cough a lot, okay. um, for you to have a, a running nose, yes. um, to have like cold-like symptoms, basically. So now, if you talk about coughing a lot, when I came in here, I was studying for a while, I coughed for one or two seconds. Mm -hmm. And I said, maybe there's some something not clean in that position. So I remove this, okay? Uh, that's not what you mean. How long must a coffee for one to suspect that something must be amiss? Okay, I think that's a really uh, a personal thing. You you can feel that you're coughing, like if you feel like you're having a flu, cough, a cough, a yes. real cough. Yes. That's a difference between clearing your throat and coughing. Um, so uh, yes, if you just don't feel feel good, if you maybe have a fever uh, or even with a runny nose, those type of symptoms, like very small symptoms, could be a symptom of you having or contracting. COVID, um, but th throat pain, coughing, um, fever, problems with uh, breathing, if in, in worst cases, and in some cases even if your taste is lost or your uh, smell is lost. Yes. Now talking about breathing, you mean like you have struggled really taking in deep I, breath? I think by that time you would definitely no. uh, call some professional help <laughs> but with the, the most cases people have runny noses they will cough they have throat pains those type of symptoms and fever fever, fever too. because it's a it's a virus and every virus if, it, if you contract a virus most of the time you will get a fever as well now yeah. how will somebody be able to distinguish between common flu and you can't. No, you can't. That's why we always. That's why we always say test, 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 because test will let you know if you have the flu or something else, mm -hmm. uh, COVID or something else. Wow. Well, maybe I can add something uh, because, of course, we all have in this period we have a snotty nose, we have some coughing, some, some, some of these common, common things. Yes. What I do is. Um, well, if I sneeze one or two times, I, I don't have myself tested. But I look, no, because, no. But I look, I look for half a, for half a day and I, it's over again. But if it's, it's really persevering, and then that is, so that is important. Don't be afraid to test because we know too little about the spreading yet because people don't like to get tested. Yeah. So don't hesitate to test. And then, the, of course, the, the fever and, and getting shortness of breath is already a, a continuing symptom of the disease. Yeah. Or the, especially also the loss of taste and, and smell is, is, a, is very common and is 
is known to be, be COVID. Now, there's another um, uh, 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 circumstance when you have, for instance, family or friends who yeah. have, you know, have COVID, then even be faster with the testing. If you just have a few symptoms, just go have yourself tested because then you, I mean, the chance that you have uh, that you are positive is bigger. If, if you, one of your friends has COVID and you might have been close Around to him. Them, yes. so, so please be then even more eager and, and more, more serious. But I think people, for instance, uh, now it is also uh, uh, hoikorts. What's hoikorts? Hay fever. Yeah, hay fever. Yeah, well, you recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, if you know your own body, you yes. know a little how you react. Yes. So it is a hard, hard question you ask. Yes, it, it's it's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. But if you doubt, always yeah, just go. Yeah, just just, just go um, or 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 talk with your GP about it, your doctor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The problem with the GP is that you know that, like I know, I mean, they don't get to see you. They speak no. to you on no. the phone True. and all that. They put so many restrictions these days. Uh, I was talking the other day and I said, can I get a prescription for a coffee mixture? Of course, they said no. They said buy paracetamol and all that. They said you cannot even come. I said, they said, why don't you go test for COVID? Yeah, I said, that's what they I said, even by day, there's no medication. So what's the point? You know, but I just dismissed it. And of course, I got better in just about yeah. a few days, you know. So I think the borderline between COVID and flu is really, really my, uh, difficult to distinguish. But yeah. the people who have a common flu also lose taste or the sense of smell. I didn't they lose taste. Yeah, taste sometimes, the sense of yes. Smell. Sometimes, common can, flu. Yes. Okay. But not so often as with COVID. This is uh, kind of special with with COVID. COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, the first question I'd like to ask is that when the results came or the research results came out about the infection within the Ghanaian community, uh, we began to hear certain terms like asymptomatic antibodies. Uh, what really do these big words mean? Okay. Antibodies first. Yes. Antibodies is a good thing. It is it is in your cells. It is is it is the cells that fight it, uh, the, the, the fight the virus. The virus is an um uh, avid, uh protein. The protein. And the, and there are cells and there are that fight this protein and then there are different um, yeah fluids that go up and you can measure that but antibodies are actually the soldiers in your in your body mm-hmm. um, okay, let, me, let me make it easier we had from the research which was done that a large number of the Ghanaian population have antibodies yes. Okay. Yeah. And also, also, so it began. They got different interpretations. Some said, yeah, they were they were carrying more viruses than the other five other four groups which were researched. Okay. So can yes, you explain that? Also. Yes. Yeah. So you can measure a certain we call it a titer how how much titer how much uh, antigen is in someone's blood against a certain disease. You can do that for all kinds of infections. And you can also measure that for uh, for corona. Yes. Now, I have I didn't do that study, but I, 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 I read that there was found more than we would expect in a Guinness uh, community. And that means that? Well, 
don't know yet how long the antigen stays in the blood, so we don't know when the people had this. They have had the infection. That is what we know. If they have the antigen, they at some point had the infection. Yeah, of course. Okay. You can have the infection with very little symptoms. We know that also. And then, and we also know that if you have very little symptoms, you are not as contagious as if you have are ill. Yeah. So that is what the asymptomatic uh, question is about. The problem is we don't, because people don't test so much, we don't know when they had the corona, when when it was, how many it, it were. So it is just from having this antigen titer, we still don't know enough. But probably people had the infection and we... Yeah, they had it, and they and they uh, they are healthy then. Doctor, let me explain that thing very well. Vanessa, can you explain my question? I think I saw my question. So you know, basically, yeah. I mean, explain the antibodies and the asymptomatic okay. situation. See if you can, you know, break it down for us. Yeah, so so it all stems of this um, study that has been done. Yeah. Just to be clear, we as GGD didn't do this uh, no. study. No. No. Uh, so we don't know what the goal was with the studies. But every study has a certain goal. And um, I, I, you, from what I think is the, uh, like the antibodies and asymptomatic, those are terms that are used in the medical field a lot. Now it's brought to the general public and everybody is thinking what, what does that mean? Asymptomatic basically means you don't have any symptoms. Asymptomatic. You don't have any symptoms, but you are tested. Uh, you have contracted COVID or any type of um, disease, but without symptoms. So when we do the blood work or we do any type of testing, we see uh, a result and um, it says that you have contracted something, but no symptoms. Antigen means that you have endured uh, infection. In this case, you have endured the COVID-19, it has passed, and if we look at your blood work, we see the antigen in your in your blood. Yes. Did it hijack your body, your immune system as well? You can overcame it. Yes, because it has fought, fought against the virus, and that's the print that it left. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a very good thing. But but when it comes to the study, we don't have any conclusions. All we know, all they knew is, or all they brought out to the world is said that hey, this type of percentage was found. But that's that's everything that we that's all we know so we don't know how long it will last we don't know how short it will last we don't know anything uh, about that so but yeah but the lesson but if it because it is measured we think well that is strange we didn't know these people had uh, contracted yes. corona we would have liked to know yes. It we brings would have more questions if they yeah. would have tested, yes. because some might have had a cold and thought, "Oh, it's just a yes. cold." Indeed. But they could maybe have contracted to other people who are maybe less healthy. Right. So you do you do it not for yourself yes. if you're young, but it's so important to do it for the whole community to get that COVID out. Yes, yes. Okay, so right now we have a little asymptomatic. That is. Uh, you you have traces of the virus inside of you, 
but without symptoms. So you can't. You have the virus. You have the virus, but you just don't have any. You're not showing any symptoms. No. Precisely. So you are asymptomatic. But people like that, then if they don't know, no, 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 they don't know. And that's and that's yeah, that's 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 a bit difficult when it comes to this situation. That's why it's so important to always keep the distance because you don't know. You don't know. Sometimes. You think if you ever get to a point where they would require everybody to do a test because if people are symptomatic, they don't get, they can spread it anyway. So they might say, okay, everyone yeah. will do a COVID test. So we know who's at But it, yeah. But the difficulty with the test is that the test is at the moment. At the moment, you have the corona and you are positive or you don't. Yeah. But then maybe next week. Uh, you could, you could, so, so I think we should test a lot, but, but it, if I, uh, today my test is negative, it doesn't mean that I won't obtain it next week. Yeah, that's a good point, you know, because we get the impression that once you test and you're negative today, then you're set for life. No, but not. But you could change the next week. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, gentlemen, if you listen to this program, um, uh, we want you to feel free to call the studio line, interact with us, and talk to these wonderful ladies who are trying to help us by giving us uh, information. Okay, now, earlier on in this pandemic, we heard that children were a risk factor in spreading the disease, uh, the virus. We don't know, you can explain why children were tagged as being a risk factor. Now, lately we have also heard that young adults are now actually the risk factor. Can you explain to our listeners and tell us why? I, I don't know if I got the question quite right. Uh, waarom die oudere jongeren, yeah. uh, de kinderen, waarom zij uh, nu wel opeens okay. uh, besmettelijk zijn? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they, what, what is still the same is that children are less uh, spread the virus less easy than 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 adults. Well, they do, they do but. No, they do. They, they still do, but they. Uh, but once it, well, there was so much, and because of course they didn't have restrictions, the virus got more chance. We had to. We had to weigh what's more important: get the kids to school, or have them all stay at home. Now and then, then at a certain point, just before Christmas, we noticed that especially young adults yes. uh, had more. Uh, had more. Had too too much infections, and then we closed the schools. No, but so, you, yeah. so you mean the children, as a matter of fact, can be classified as uh, asymptomatic? They, they can be asymptomatic no. carriers? No, I, I think what, what Anamika is trying to say is basically in the beginning they had to weigh out, okay, should we, in the beginning of the pandemic, should we let the kids still go to school or also keep them home? They did, then they said, let's let them go to school because it's also important for them to go to school. Then what we saw during, like at the last uh, end of last year, yeah. we saw that there were pretty much many outbreaks when it comes to the, the children and uh, the, the young adults. So you're saying that they also going to catch the virus and going to fall sick? But, that, but in the meantime, we also changed our testing. We tested more, so we have more information. Yes. And if we have more information, then this brought us, this came to our, was brought to our attention that, hey, kids can also carry it a lot and it spreads a lot. That's just new information, but we also, at the same time, change our rules. So it's hard to pinpoint why it exactly is, but 
most probably that's the reason why. Because we tested more, we have new information, we change ways, and now we see, hey, kids uh, can also carry the virus. Well, we knew the kids could carry yeah, the virus, yeah, that's but true. We, 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 knew, we know that much. they are not as uh, much spreading yeah. it. And also, it's really important to know that most of the infections, they, they came through parents or through other adults, uh, for instance, teachers or people outside schools not in the school once it's of course once it's spreading then yeah then there's no end to it but so it came from the home situation it came also from the home situation because and that's that's logical because you don't keep it this you don't have to in your house But, but does not negate the fact that children can contract the virus. Sure, mm-hmm. they can. Okay, that's what's important. But they have they have a better immune system because they're younger. True. So if they have the virus, they may not show symptoms. That's 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 no. not true. They can show symptoms like we. They may not. Some may not. And says, but adults some may not show yeah. any symptoms as well. So yes. that that it that but doesn't have. But children generally are healthier. I uh, think, but I that think doesn't mean that they won't show any symptoms. No, they will. They will. Like other, yeah. like other. Well, you know, if you have young children, they are they are coughing and sneezing and, and, all and having funny all the time. I, I, I. It's a good question, but I don't. I don't think children show less uh, symptom, uh, no. less symptoms. Okay. They are just, but they are also not as ill as once they True. obtain it. Yeah. True. That that is true. That's what, yeah. Okay. So so right now, how do we navigate our way in this whole uh, idea that okay, children were classified as having uh, as being risk factors in the past, and now they think young adults. So I don't know where this because conclusion you know, what is driving that? Young, young adults are very mobile. Young adults yeah. go everywhere. They yeah. go to meeting up with their friends, going to parties. Okay. So. That's that's why they spread it easily. They go from sports to the shopping center to to the university or they hug a lot. They, sorry, they, they hug, hug a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a they it's do. a close community. Yeah, so yeah. that's why they're basically known for spreading the virus a little bit quicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're following us, please feel free to give us a call in the studio line zero two zero one six nine seven one six one nine. This is wonderful ladies are doing a great job and they would like to hear your voice. Okay, let's take one more question that we can take a break. Is that all right? Okay. Now we all know that there is a new variant of this virus which is on the loose. Okay. Can you tell us more about the variant from the UK? Yeah. Uh, South Africa. Yeah. How can one distinguish between how can the ordinary person know which one is which? You you well. It's not, it, you, you cannot know it uh, if you don't have a laboratory. So, if you have a laboratory, and we do have a laboratory, you can see the sequence of the proteins, of the aminosure actually, and it's there are slight, uh, slight parts are different with the British variant and with this uh, South African variant. And what's a pity is that the British one is a little bit more contagious and you need less particles to get infected. So that is why we, why uh, the RIVM was so uh, was so eager to, to continue with all the uh, rules we have. Mm-hmm. But for the rest, it's like the it's like the, the other uh, COVID, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we see. Oh yeah, what I should tell you is once we we have, we all, at the GGT we watch all these. 
people that are tested, I mean, not watch, but um, like for instance in the schools, we know when, when some schools have a lot of uh, infections. Yeah. So, and, and in verpleeghuizen and other, other uh, nursing okay. facilities. Yeah. Yeah. So when we think, oh, that's really a lot, then we sequence this and we, we look if it's the British variant. Okay. It takes some time, it takes a week or two weeks in the laboratory, but it's all monitored. All because uh, to get to get the virus out more quick. Okay. Well, well. Uh, thank you for so much. Uh, the yes. Family. Sorry, it's maybe too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are too scientific for what I mean. Yes. Se- sequencing is basically uh, it's a method that yeah. they use in a laboratory. Yes. If you have a sample of if you done, done a test, they use the sample to sequence it, yeah. and that's a, it's basically it's for short. It's a method to find out what type of virus it specifically. So you are saying in a nutshell that we cannot tell, no. uh, as ordinary people, the, the difference between the COVID and the, the UK and the South African yeah, Because the symptoms and everything and are the same. Okay, but uh, he said it spreads faster and it kills also faster? N- no, well, it, it spreads but faster because you need less particles to get infected mm-hmm. or to get contracted. Okay. Well, thank you. Take a break, a breather, and uh, we'll get back to continue. Let's take some music from uh, the studio. By the meantime, we you're welcome to to give us a call in the studio line zero two zero one six uh, six nine seven one six one. I'm kind of messing up my number. you just join us this broadcast is specially dedicated to the new community we are fighting the corona, corona pandemic coronavirus pandemic with information information is powerful so uh, if you have questions you want to know more about the disease and how it's working maybe you have specific questions about you know what you have seen or noticed or what you have felt you can ask uh, our specialists, our health specialists here in the studio. These are frontline workers. So we're on a short uh, musical break and we'll be back shortly. In the meantime, feel free to give us a call on the studio line 20 
so much, uh, Miss Stella Seal Dugan. God bless you. All right, good. Let's uh, see if we can take uh, this measure. loved ones, when the fearsome news of the corona pandemic broke, public health professionals promptly prescribed three core safety measures to protect each of us against the virus. These are wearing of protective masks, keeping a social distance of 1.5 meters in our households where possible, at church, the market, in shops, or other public spaces, washing our hands regularly with soap or sanitizing our hands with disinfectant gel. It is also advised we stay at home when convenient, get tested free of charge with or without symptoms, and preferably self-isolate when needed. We are no longer in normal times. The things we are used to, the large in-person congregations, the funerals, the parties and the likes have now become super spreaders of the deadly virus. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Coronavirus is real and highly contagious. The interest of the community and society at large will be best served if we all observe the basic safety protocols and refrain from the large gatherings until it becomes safe again for such social activities. Let's be our brother's keeper and celebrate the gallant ones among us, those on the front lines, those in self-isolation to keep the rest of us safe, those battling for their lives, the scientists, the health experts, and importantly too, remember those we have lost and the families grieving. Be part of concerted efforts to stop further spread of the deadly virus and save more lives, protecting one another together against corona. This message is brought to you by the Focus Group on Corona Awareness for the Ghanaian community in Amsterdam and supported by the city of Amsterdam. Thank you so much. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are in the program. We're dealing with Corona Awareness Campaign. We're talking about uh, the COVID information, benefits of safety protocols, and testing. And my guests this morning are Miss Vanessa Achia, who is an advisor of infection prevention of the KKD, and Dr. Anna Meek Van wardenberg Tikrut. She is a public health doctor and works also on the corona team. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. Okay. Now, um, by the way, let me make a little correction. Uh, the student number is 020737 Feel free to give us a call. Okay, now, ladies, um, the next question I want us to look at is uh, um, uh, the safety protocols. Uh, can you go through the key ones and how we're supposed to observe them? The safety protocols. Okay, uh, sure. Vanessa, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so it's like I said previously, uh, it's very, very uh, important to keep the distance. And that's why uh, it's it's good to avoid very uh, busy places. Go on times that it's a little bit, uh, uh, for instance, go to the market early in the morning to avoid people, uh, crowds. Uh, avoid going to parties. Well, you can't go to p- parties, but um, don't don't meet up with too many people in one house, and those type of things. Uh, and also, if you have symptoms, get tested, stay at home, 
and um, you know wash your hands frequently especially before you want to touch your face because like we said the root is through your mouth yes. to your eyes uh, so make sure that before you want to do that wash your hands with water and soap and paper towels uh, or sanitize your hands beforehand um, basically also uh, cleaning surfaces here and there you can use just all-purpose cleaner that should be fine you don't need to use uh, any disinfection for tables or anything just use your all-purpose cleaner you'll be fine um, for things like the door and the light uh, light buttons and things that you touch frequently uh, so those are the the, the main the main important things and of course, the mask wearing, do that appropriately yes. uh, and uh, change it every now and then so that uh, it's clean as well. Yes. Uh, if you have the ones that are not reusable, if they're reusable, wash them. Make sure that you uh, you do that too. Well, about the mask, uh, talking about masks, um, well, we have a different types of, uh, you know, there's some which I wash them, but people don't really wash them. So if I That's take a off a mask, if I use a mask for let's say an hour or something, and I take it off and I put it in my pocket, yes, and I use it again maybe the next day, is it safe? Well, without washing it. The, the thing is, what we advise people when it comes to the reuse, reusable so, ones, yeah. just, you know, we, we say that there's a three-hour span on wearing the mask. Yes. because But we say that because of the wetness that you can, uh, pr- you know, you can produ- mask, yeah. produce your saliva would come on the mask. Yes, yes. Uh, and so that's why we have that time span. But if it's, if it's sooner than that and you already feel like, oh, it's a little bit wet... Let me just uh, renew it and have another one. There's so many masks out there. Uh, just, you know, make sure that uh, if you have worn it for a while, just replace it. Just yeah. replace it. Okay. So if you keep it like within three hours span at minimum, mm-hmm. it's going to be reused. Yeah. So if you, if you feel like, oh, I have had this one on for longer than three hours, then with on and off, then just... Take that as a time for rechanging it. I guess the habit people have adopted because of sheer laziness and they keep using the same mask over and over again. Is that is it dangerous? You know, to overuse the mask? It's. I mean, it's. Besides the fact of if it's dangerous or not, it's not like nice to have something on your mouth and keep that on for a long time. Yeah. You know, some people even get like pimples on their skin because of wearing masks too much. You hear a lot of people having. Really? Uh, well, yes, like because I mean, if something is on your face yeah, all the long. time, it's yeah. not uh, really hygienic, and pimples come because of, because of bacteria that. on your skin. So, so it's it's not it's it's good to for your appearance for your face as well but also for hygiene and you know just to be hygienic Absolutely. yeah Absolutely. <laughs> yeah just just use the mask in those those um, circumstances like in a shop yes. or for instance when you're moving so when we come in we wear the mask and then we put it off the public the, transport really the main thing is keep your distance yes. wash your hands 
mean. If not in your own household, yeah, yeah. don't wear those masks at in your no, home. Don't, no. And go outside. Go outside. Just keep distance. Yeah, the virus yeah. cannot reach you if you ah, keep distance. Yeah. It's yes. too bad to be inside all the time. True. Excellent. Don't Thank do you that. so much. Okay, Vanessa, you. Uh, and, and, and overall health is also good. You know, go outside, exercise, eat well, yeah. and different types of foods. Just to help your immune system to be uh, the best. Okay, yeah. very quickly, tell us about the testing now. We want to know about the various test locations, also the mobile ones. Yeah. Where can people oh, yeah. access these facilities? Yeah. Very let, let, tell us quickly. Uh, yeah. yeah, we have many test locations. Uh, there, there is a number, you, and it's. I have to say, it is free. Mm-hmm. So, and even if you're not, um, uh, you, uh, undocumented. undocumented. It's free, we won't trace you, and please don't let that uh, keep yeah. you from testing. Okay. The, the big one is in the Rai, but here in, in South Southeast. East, yeah, mm-hmm. Southeast, there's uh, near the Anton de Komplein, yeah. and also in Kleiburg. Kleiburg, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can phone uh, 0800 mm-hmm. and they will help you. They also have a, an English-speaking uh, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But you can also go on the uh, on the internet and make your own deci- uh, own uh, appointment. But yeah. then you have to have your DGD, the selfie number, basically. Okay, but so those who are who are undocumented, they probably won't be able to use a DGD. They have to call. And then about the bus, the bus comes in different places all the time. At the moment, they I looked it up. They are in Diemen at the Kruidenhof, and then they get, uh, spread flyers all over the neighborhood. They will come here also, but they just look uh, how the situation is. They've it's been different West, all the time. They, they go every two yeah. weeks. They go to different but, uh, but, places. But the schedule is on the website. Which uh, website? The, the GGD website. website. Yes. For the mobile units. The mobile yeah. Yes, testing. but it, it changes. Uh, yeah, change every two every, weeks. Every two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now, can you tell us something about contact tracing? How does it really work? And uh, we'd like to know how the public health authorities are using that. How the contact tracing? Contact tracing. Yeah. Also, tell us about the corona app. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can both tell. Yes. We'll, 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 we'll uh, <laughs> ask, do that in two uh, minutes. Short. Yeah. I, I'm too. I'm talking too much. Um, okay. Once someone is positive, he he or she will be called by the GGD Bron en Contact Onderzoek. And they will uh, ask about how you you lived. Mm -hmm. They try to to trace when your infection started, who you you, uh, contacted. And they they make a plan together with you for you and for your family. You have to go in isolation. Your family has to go in quarantine and maybe some other friends. And this is... This, this takes about an hour, and they'll they'll go through it in English, uh, all the details. And it's different for different people because it's different how you obtained the virus. Okay. So, so basically, con- contact tracing is the main goal is to keep the people that don't have the COVID from the people that have the COVID, and and the people that are at danger uh, of contracting COVID or at danger or at risk because they have been close contact with someone that contracted COVID, yeah. those people, you, you want to separate them. That's the main goal of contact, contact okay. tracing. Is there, what role does the app 
the corona are played in this or it doesn't it's not connected with COVID yes, prison they def- definitely is because it gives you a signal if you have been in close contact with someone that have the COVID oh, yeah. and then that basically means that you have to get tested and stay at home uh-huh. yeah so okay. just follow up those uh, the very last question uh, what's the difference between isolation and quarantine oh yeah So, is there yeah. a difference? There's a, there's a difference, definitely. Isolation is basically to isolate, so completely away from everybody, completely away from the world, so to say. Uh, How long do you have to isolate it? Basically, you get that information from the GGD uh, when you have get tested positive. They can see how many days you. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And def- what is the quarantine? Then? So quarantine, quarantine is uh, to basically, if you have been at risk yeah. of contracting COVID, yeah. you have to stay uh, at home. Yeah. Yes. And most of the time, it means for your whole household. So everyone that lives there because nobody keeps distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you just stay at home for the amount of days they so prefer quarantine, to. quarantine, you're with your family, but isolation, nobody has to come in. Yeah, exactly. Isolation oh. means infection. Quarantine means you might have it. So you yeah. prevent. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My goodness. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. You've done awesome. I've enjoyed you both today. And uh, I hope you also enjoyed uh, this time we shared together. Definitely. We miss our colleagues, but no worries. Uh, what's important is the information we have brought out. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Miss Vanessa and uh, Dr. Anamik. And I want to wish you a very lovely day. Thank you.
blood sugar and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information to further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better healthcare for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl. The Helios Study is, amongst others, an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian churches in Amsterdam and the African Social Activation Platform, ASAP. Helios, a unique opportunity for better healthcare tomorrow.